1: And welcome back to this eighth episode of Evolve with Jack and Susanna.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, Jack. How are you doing?
2: I'm well. I'm happy to, to get going with this episode after a few different office changes due to to noise and uh, very thin walls in our office and we work.
1: Yes. So to let everyone know, I'm here back in London visiting Jack and we are at his workspace and we're borrowing some rooms and we've been trying to move around a bit to find the best possible room and just had a little bit of triggers with the walls. That was <laughs> quite thin. Uh, but what triggers we, you? <laughs> we're ready to get going with this uh, week's uh, theme or this week's question actually. So we had a really interesting and quite brilliant question coming and I know both me and Jack are super excited to share our opinion today. So, in today's episode, we will dive into what happens with life after death. And. Dum, dum, dum! Dum, dum, dum! <laughs> we know that this is not a very common topic that we might discuss with friends and family when growing up or in school system or work environments and we're really humble to the fact that you might never have touched this subject so please just take our opinions as yeah our own word of thoughts and you don't have to agree with us but we would be so So excited to hear what you think Mm. and what kind of belief system you have. And hopefully this episode can challenge you a bit and maybe get you to think outside of that normal box we're in. And yeah, so thank you for sending in the question. We're going to keep the person anonymous. Anonymous. Anonymous, exactly. (laughs) But we're ready to kick in. So I'm going to get starting and I'm going to ask you, Jack, what do you think happens with life after death?
2: So, what do I believe happens once you die? I'm glad we're keeping it light on this week's episode (laughs) of Evolve. Um, I, I would to to summarize my belief system. I would say it goes more around the lines of reincarnation, and I have done a lot of reading on this. Like it's been such a, I've been so interested in all these different kind of taboo subjects, which is now a lot more actually open to the public. Even if you go on YouTube or you can get loads of different books, that's actually quite incredibly detailed in what happens after you die. And you don't even have to take this as gospel, which is why we said at the start, don't have to believe our words. It's just more about keeping open-minded to it. And I've really enjoyed just exploring the possibilities of what could happen once you die. So my belief is more around reincarnation. So I believe once you die, you go into the kind of spiritual realm, and you review over your life. So you you go with one of a like a spiritual master, and they will discuss with you, you know, how how have you done basically because before you die or before you go back into. This life, I believe, you set out a plan of things that you want to achieve in terms of paying back karma. So once you you die, you go back and you basically discuss what have you done well, maybe not so well. What what have you learned? How did you make others feel? And then you kind of basically chill around the area <laughs> um, with. You know, for as long as you really want if you want to go back straight back in you, you possibly can if you maybe want to take a bit of rest because it was quite an intense life then you, you can do that but you will have to go back in because we're on this karmic will so, and this is the reason we have to keep going back to the earth life is to pay back karma or learn karmic lessons so for example if in my last life I was extremely rich but I kind of didn't appreciate money and until I died, I was like, uh, spend as much money as I can and I, I didn't have any happiness from that. The likelihood is, okay, this life, I want to come back and go really poor and actually start to appreciate money. So you learn that lesson. So I basically believe once you, you die, you go back, review life, and then you will once again come back in to your the next life to learn more lessons until you keep growing and evolving spiritually
1: Mm. so what you mean is like there's this karmic wheel but you also have this risk of putting on more karma in this earth life so you have karma you need to solve from previous life and there can be new karma coming to you if you don't appreciate or you don't treat life as the value valuable gift it is
2: Exactly. I think, as you like, from what I've read, you come in with a certain plan, as I've said. So you're like, okay, and it's easy in the, the kind of spiritual realm because you can oversee everything, and life looks so much shorter than it does to us once we're here. And they're like, right, I'm going to do this and that and that. I'm going to pay back all this karma. But once you kind of get sucked into your own life and your own little mini perspective, it's so easy to pick up a lot more calmer than you originally anticipated and you could actually take on more than you you thought you could handle mm. so you can end up coming back and being like oh crap like I'm actually going downhill <laughs> and I'm picking up a lot of a lot of a lot of karma yeah so
1: and do you want to talk a bit about the books that you've been reading because I know that you've had some different inspiration like sources of inspiration do you want to recommend some good authors or maybe theories and people?
2: Mm, So the main one I'd recommend for this topic is Dolores Cannon. She is a hypnotherapist so she takes people back into past lives and she was the one who kind of originally invented this basically. She didn't originally invent uh, hypnotherapy but in terms of really going into deep uh, into people's subconscious and going into the spiritual realm where most others don't She is like the the master of this area and she's written tons of books about it. You can find her on YouTube if you type her in and she will give some pretty intriguing knowledge from tons of different clients that she's had. She's had hundreds and hundreds of different clients and they report the same thing when they go into the spiritual world. So she's actually taken them through when they died and they keep talking to her in this hypnotized state. Yeah, um, it's pretty incredible, it's very cool. Yeah, so I've learned from her. There's other books about past lives as well, and I've also done certain courses on it, which has talked about it. All the research I've done has led back to reincarnation past life, and it actually makes so much sense because you know it would be pretty harsh if we just had one go at it and that's all you had, and then you know if you F up, then okay, sorry, but you're going to, to hell or you're going to heaven, well done. It didn't really make much sense to me and it actually makes more sense that they would have implanted that belief system years and years ago to kind of keep you under control. It's like, if you behave well, you go to heaven. So the workers worked hard because they believe, oh, if I work really hard, then I get to go to heaven. So it makes much more sense for people to, or the the more elite, to implant the belief that there is only one life. And actually, if you go back, Christianity used to believe or used to preach in past lives and reincarnation, which yeah, is quite but they incredible. took it away. And then they took it away. Mm,
1: it's quite interesting.
2: So what about you? What do you believe?
1: I have a lot of, yeah, similarity, and I really feel with you and what you think. Like reincarnation has been a big part of understanding this concept of life for me and to have a bit of more overview but also empathy and understanding for why we are here and what everyone is going through and for me I felt in the beginning why do everyone have such a different life why are some people born with a certain handicap or why are some people born poor or injured and why are some people so blessed and so rich and like this why question led me to discovered the reincarnation and it can be found in the yogic philosophy a lot if you're interested or buddhist but yeah as you say the fact that this karmic will is always going so that we in every situation in life have a choice to do a decision that serves us and other people but that comes from a right place it doesn't come from a place of ego that will hopefully and eventually bring more good karma to us and we feel that as in like the good energy we send out we also get back and I don't know about you but I can truly feel that at least when it's been connected to yoga and meeting people and helping people along the way that the more kind actions I've done with no attachment to me and my feelings and how how this will benefit me the more incredible love and value I've felt with life. But that's a bit of a side note, but yeah, connected to the subject. I haven't read the books with Dolores Cannon, but I've always seen you and been around you because you read 24 seven. And for me, it works much better with watching the YouTube channel. So I definitely recommend that. And I also think Hans Wilhelm, this German guy that you showed to me before, I think he is good, so that's a big recommendation for me. He has a lot of explanation about life after death and soul and spirit connection and purpose of life and these explanations also of why does some people have certain karma and why do we have certain people around us to maybe solve this karma. So I recommend that. Uh, interesting is to mention with this reincarnation that yeah, all of these spirits, so we are, actually this is the first thing, we are spirits in a human body. We're experiencing a human life. And it's very easy to get attached to the human body and the human life. And it would be too much for the mind and the consciousness to handle if we would know all of our past lives. So say, for example, if I've had 100 lives and in eight of them, i am known you, Jack. And we have this whole history together of death and fire and love and disappointment, whatever. And that I would carry that with me all the time in my conscious mind. It would be too much. So this is a good thing that Hans also explains in some of his videos that it's actually for the best for our human experience that we not aware (laughs) of all our past lives but you know with certain people you can really feel as you and I explained in our episode about the story behind Jack and Susanna that you know you just know with certain people that you know each other and I think that's a true example like the soul connection you can have from previous lives like you have this past experience that connects you and you have this karma to figure out together and that's why you're brought together again uh, and you don't have to question that. and I have that with certain friends too. And then again, certain people really triggers you as well. And they are these people to like obviously acknowledge their problems and the things you haven't worked out yet. Um, but I wanted to come to is that with not knowing all this information and this past life's experiences, we have this kind of like spirit, Uh, family or like a spirit connection to the people around us so usually the closest people around us or as I said people who may be triggering us or certain figures um, they could have for example my mom could have been my daughter in my previous life which is very likely so in the family we have usually been family before or a brother could have been an ex-partner or It sounds a bit incest, actually, but (laughs) that's why we shouldn't be aware of this because it's a bit too much. It's a little weird. It could be very weird. I do not want to say that out loud again. (laughs) But the fact that there is this really hard connection to the people around us, and that's also why sometimes we feel so hurt by people. And if you think about it, they might not really have hurt us a lot in this life. It might have been like, stuff that really comes up subconsciously like these fear or thoughts you were mentioning money for example which is a great example for your your own path and we've said it before but obviously money has been like a reoccurring subject for you in this life and maybe you have been this rich really like douchey guy before who didn't at all appreciate money and now you're sitting here trying to get a really good, healthy relationship to the money you earn and the value the money has and what you do with the value of money. Or what, what do you think?
2: No, that's so true. It's yeah. so true. The, the way, like when you were speaking, what it brought up for me is like how beneficial this way of thinking is because you can make so much more sense of things that are going on around you. For example, if you have got this person, say you're stuck in this relationship and you're both triggering each other if you understand, okay, this is most likely a past life relationship. What what have we got to learn here? And you you ask yourself that question because that's the kind of agreement you made beforehand. Is we're going to come into each other's life so we can learn that each this lesson. And also, what's important is forgiveness. Actually, because you know, the, things are crazy. Like I've read things that actually. You know, A person who's your now is your partner and they trigger you could have murdered you in a past life. Like it can be that crazy. And you have to learn to forgive them. And if you forgive people, you can break the karmic bond that you both are connected with. So if someone does something to you in a previous life and you don't forgive them and there's this kind of anger and hatred towards each other, you there is no doubt you will come across each other in your next life and your next life until you're able to break that bond. Mm. So it's just, it's it's interesting because the the beneficial way of thinking about this is now you can realize, okay, instead of keep getting triggered by this person, let's work out yeah what lessons I've got to learn. Can I, let's forgive this person. Let's let go of, of what we're attached to here. And this is how I can evolve. And it becomes much more like a game. It's like, you know, it's just one life, really. I mean, you still want to do your best, but
1: it's if you don't have this world.
2: pressure, it's like, ah, oh, like this is my only life to do extremely well and do all this stuff. Well, in this belief system, not really. Actually, you've got you've got a lot of different chances. But the best you can do is just keep asking myself what what have I got to learn here? And it's like money. I mean, for me it seems like I was a rich douchebag beforehand <laughs> so um you <laughs> think well I've blatantly got some karmic link with money and you know it's my lesson to learn in this life of how to appreciate it and make it myself yeah mm.
1: and if you haven't touched this subject before and you feel like it's quite big to co-brand and it's quite scary I would definitely allow yourself to take time to let it sink in And yeah, as we always say, be curious about evolving yourself. So how can you self-develop? How can you learn about yourself and your life and uh, the purpose of this life or the value of this life in a way that feels good for you? So maybe it's through looking at YouTube channel or reading certain books or doing your own research. Finding your own inspiration is so important. Like It needs to work for you and getting those type of things that it's almost like a click. You know, when you hear information, you're like, I know this, like, I, this really resonates with me. And you have some people that resonate with you and I have certain for me. I know other friends of us also have their sources of inspiration. Like there's information like the Vedic philosophy as well. And again, tons of information out there, (laughs) which is incredible. You're living in a world in a time zone where you can get infinite amount of inspiration you are the one deciding, do I want this inspiration? Am I ready to get inspired and involved? Cool, you have nothing to lose. And I was thinking also to say that these people in our life might be uh, figures that are challenging us and are here to really help us grow within our karma and our yeah past lives, not solved problems. In the spirit world, we are all connected. There is just a huge amount of love. So, beyond this human experience that you have and these emotions of eager and sadness and whatever it is that you resonate with this person or the situation, remember, take yourself a bit away in this bigger picture or this bigger view. In the spirit world, I am connected to this person, and all I feel is love. And all that is and exists is love. It is the bridge. And as you say, with forgiveness, Forgiveness is connected to love and it sounds silly to say this word love all the time, what does it mean? But it's so true, if we can forgive people, if we for- can forgive parts of ourselves where we are disappointed or we're judging ourselves, it's going to be revolutionary. Like Both of us have seen it for ourselves that yeah, forgiveness is a super powerful tool connected to this reincarnation.
2: Exactly. Imagine how much Sorry. Uh, imagine how much like weight that carries down on you if you don't forgive someone. So someone's really pissed you off and it's just constantly in your mind and you, you just can't get over it. W- what benefit does that give you? It, it, gets, it gets nowhere. And actually them emotions are so heavy. And even if you go into the scientific you know, detail of this, the, the frequency of different emotions are, are very, very different. So, if you have emotions such as, you know, anger or even anxiety or jealousy, possibly, like the the wave frequencies are very slow and quite dense. But as you were speaking about this kind of feeling of unconditional love or gratitude, is such a more higher frequ- frequency and it's a lot quicker. And you you feel this this emotion, which is just incredible and that is the point of life is to get to that point of feeling these really high frequency emotions but you can't do that if you're hanging on to things which are really not necessary um they might feel big but when you look at the big picture as you were saying they're actually very small um they just feel big to us in these kind of small perspectives that we're in and everything feels so big to us you know, and I—we both get trapped into this. How often do you feel like, oh, the world is coming to an end, or, <laughs> or you know, just something really pisses you off and you feel, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, or how much worrying we spend about different things, and actually, you seem to make it through every time. So, the best thing you can do is just to constantly, you know, as we were speaking about, letting go, um, forgiveness, acceptance. And this is how you start letting go of this baggage that we all carry mm. and then go up higher frequency. Mm. And that is spiritual evolution. And that is why we've come down here. It's to learn our lessons, let go of these things so we can grow and evolve.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com/slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. exclusions apply
1: see site for details I have uh, I just had this like uh, personal experience uh, popping up in my mind and it's connected to my mom and just when I was growing up I felt a lot of guilt for her not being 100% well all the time and I don't mean physically well I mean emotionally well I was seeing a lot of Wounds and healing that needed to be done in her. And in that part of my life, I obviously didn't call it healing. I was just a child. But I was carrying tons of things that were not mine to carry. And the fact that I, through now, through the yoga meditation and this bigger acceptance and understanding about reincarnation, understand that I can actually help my mom by being in this really present, conscious state of accepting, bringing a lot of lightness and love and joyfulness to her, I can help her on her path. So, not from an ego perspective, oh, I want to feel good, but for the sake of, I can see that my my help to this spirit helps us both to evolve.
2: Have you noticed the difference?
1: Yes, and you probably, as this is interesting, because you have only been in in my life the last two years, but I would say for maybe like previous partners of mine and friends that I had since I was a child they would definitely see a, a difference in the way I am now like I'm much more lightful and I actually really enjoy being around my mom and have this huge abundance of love and instead of only feeling triggered or sad when she's not 100% I feel like hey I can give you those extra percent like your weight is not mine to carry but I can fill you with love and lightfulness. Or I can sing around you because I know when I sing and I dance and I joke, you re- you respond. And that's not your ego responding, it's your spirit. It's like, oh, cool, it's like a relief.
2: It's incredible.
1: Yeah. And I don't know... <laughs> I don't know if you have anything similar as well that you can... that you feel resonates with you. Hmm. I'm taking you a bit on spot so you don't have to.
2: <laughs> I think mine's a bit more difficult. I don't know if I could say the same but there is definitely a difference. Mm. That's all I can say. I mean, the very fact that, and this is why it's not selfish to work on yourself. I know from working at retreats and people have asked the question, I feel a bit selfish for going to these retreats because I'm doing something for me. And actually the reason it's not selfish is because as you just said, like you're now in the position to just naturally feel so much gratitude and love for your mum. Like, frequency on an energetic level is going to your mom and that is why she's reacting in such a light and spiritual way in, mm. a, in, child-like a, sense, way. in a childlike way mm. and it's just incredible the work that you do on yourself can affect those close around you mm. just from healing yourself and it's, you know you can even study epi, epigenetics on this and they've shown how actually once you start changing your own like DNA it affects your whole family tree it's super it's cool ridiculous. you have to live this life. I mean there is some just unbelievable knowledge out there and it's just actually quite mind blowing which is why it's not in the you know the mainstream media but if you just do some digging into this it, it can be quite heavy but if you slowly just the main thing here is to keep an open mind it, it's quite simple if it triggers you be like cool I, I wonder why it's, it's triggering me I don't need to believe this but if it's triggering you, we're actually doing you a favor because we're poking at something that needs to be inspected and, and looked at. It's
1: So, what it's are they supposed to search on if they go on Google? Epigenetic?
2: You, yeah, I mean, you can type in epigenetics and just look at briefly what, what it is. No, it's cool. For. It's, uh,
1: more of it's a basically scientific. you can
2: change your DNA, like, you have the ability to do that. Scientists previously thought, you know, you've got your DNA and it's, it's stuck. Your genes are what it is. You can't do anything about that. Now they found out you can change your genes. It's almost like flickers depending on how you affect your own internal environment, which comes through...
1: No, it's again, mind-blowing. It's,
2: it's, yeah. It's, I think, beyond our realm at this point to go in-depth in depth, it. But just to know about it briefly just changes your whole, yeah, your own perspective on... On life, It's incredible.
1: Yeah. And I think just what came to me now (laughs) as we're talking, the fact that whatever is manifested for you, so whatever situation you're in that is challenging you, it will keep on coming back to you if you are not in the place of taking care of it and you're not coming at it from a very loving and caring place. And this means actually a lot of care and love for yourself in whatever situation you're in. It's easy to direct the focus or have the focus on other people. (laughs) Of course, humans are here and they are really challenging us every single day at the tube, at work, whatever situation it is, family. But again, if you can take care of yourself, give yourself extra amount of love, sit with it, sit with the pain, the fear. As you say, be the inspector and have this really patient point of view at yourself. It will get you to evolve a bit quicker. And if you also feel that you're not ready to take care of certain stuff in your life, don't worry. Like, you don't have to do it now. It will, though, be keep, it will keep coming up for you along the way. So just have that in mind. If you are pushing stuff away or to the side, like, I can't deal with this now, it will come back to you. And maybe that's good for you. Maybe that means cool, I've noticed this little problem in me and I am acknowledging it, but I'm going to take it later on in my life. And maybe that's for the best for everyone. But it can also be, next time it's coming back, it's going to be bigger, it's going to be more intense, it's going to be more fire involved and you're going to get it sorted now. Because the thing is, consciousness wants to evolve. Consciousness doesn't want to be on this low frequency that we're at. And I'm sorry to say, if you haven't read anything about this it might be a bit shocking but we're on a very very low frequency and not everyone is in a low frequency but if we're generalizing this whole planet earth we are actually pulling the whole system down like the whole universe down and consciousness which is a whole topic itself what is consciousness what is god we will dive into it so don't worry I promise we'll give our uh, our love and opinions in this field too and our experience with it. But it doesn't want to be on a low frequency. So if you can be from a place of, I want to evolve, I want to help the people around me, or I want to at least be the better version of myself, you're helping a whole consciousness. And that's pretty awesome. At least I, I think it's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, it's very awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it in this life, you can you will be doing it in the next life anyway so you may as well just as you said it don't have to do it all now you don't have to feel like oh my god like someone i have to work out right now and i'm feeling overwhelmed and you know it's just a matter of taking things as it comes but understanding if there is a pattern if you can work it out in this life you will not have to deal with it again Mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean in terms of Consciousness and evolution—that is quite a, a big topic in yeah, itself. Yeah, it's a juicy topic. It's <laughs> a very juicy topic, but
1: it will come. So don't worry. We'll we'll touch base on it too, because we—it's connected to reincarnation. Um, I also thought worth mentioning is what I found very very cool and inspirational is that there are tons of people who've had these like near death experiences where they are describing in their own words what happens when they are outside of their human body. So they're still connected to their human body. It could be, for example, a patient at a hospital who's been in this really big uh, accident. And everyone is figuring out, is this person in between life or death? Or we don't know. It might be unconscious. Yet this person is super conscious. It's conscious that its body is laying there. It's observing all the people around. And it's connected to the spirit words. And a lot of people, and actually I would say spirits, a lot of spirits, when they are in this uh, observing place of their human bodies, they get this really warm and welcoming like support from the spirit world, asking, do you want to move on? Do you want to leave your body? Are you finished with the human life? Or do you want to... Continue. Do you feel like there is more for you to do? And from books and stuff where you read about this, you hear the amount of love and light and connection that is a part of this the spirit world. It, it's hard to go back to the human life. There is tons of suffering here, unfortunately. Like it's a big place, a big learning, uh, like room to be in. Mm. And I understand it's super hard sometimes if you are in. Just like what comes to me now is like if you are in a depression or a mental illness or if you have these people around you, it's a challenging life situation, it's super tough. It is extremely tough. And have humbleness to yourself. You've picked a really tough situation to be in or a challenge in life for you to evolve. And beyond this life that you're experiencing, you're so supportive of love and light. And if you're able to call on it, and this is... Whatever you want to call it, if you want to say God or spirits or angels, uh, spirit guides, if you can connect and ask for help, there will be help available for you. Mm. And it's quite, it's quite nice. At least I feel it's comfortable for me to know and comforting. Hey, I'm actually supported in this. I'm not alone. People have been there before, have been here before. I'm not the only person going through this suffering. It's a whole consciousness and suffering. But it's okay.
2: <laughs> so I think mean, that's a really, really good point. And mm. I applaud you for saying that. Because mm. it is so difficult. I mean the amount of times I thought recently, oh my god, I'm so done with this earth life. Yeah. It can just get you down because it is dense and it is quite heavy. But and it's at least for, again from what I've read, it's the hardest School there is in terms of coming down and learning these extremely difficult lessons. Mm. So the very fact that we're all here, give yourself a pat on the back.
1: Yeah, give (laughs) (laughs) Give yourself. Well done, me.
2: I've just come into an extremely difficult (laughs) situation to learn some lessons and grow and evolve.
1: Mm.
2: And yeah. That
1: was quite a. <laughs> it's a cool topic. I I feel so much passion about talking about this, and I hope you listened, found this interesting. And again, if you have any specific thoughts or opinions, we always love hearing your your experience of the podcast and what you, yeah, where you are on your journey and what you believe. And remember that we're here to learn from each other. So the greatest teachers are the people around you. So. I hope you learn something from this. Then please let us learn from you. That sounded so cheesy, but I'm
2: a little cheesy. For, we'll, we'll I'm just gonna you. leave
1: it there. anyway. Me and everyone else
2: will be like, yeah, okay, we'll let that go. It's true As though. You've done so well.
1: Deep though. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, do you have? I think I always ask you this. Do you have any last words of wisdom? No. <laughs> we're going to go and enjoy our monday evening here. i know it's wednesday when this is released but have some dinner here in london and yeah, keep on hanging out. it's very very nice to be here with you though. i know it's yeah, it's we're it's a cool place to be at yeah, when you're in a relationship where there is a lot of long distance and you have to have the spaces and gaps in between. But the the amazing thing now I feel like the podcast really keeps us together all the time. Like we have to keep on communicating and sharing and it's actually very healthy. So I it recommend every healthy. relationship to get a podcast together. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the amount of times where it's been so late and we're just like we, we have to do this podcast. It does it does challenge you to to keep on point mm-hmm. and yeah,
1: evolving. Is evolve ever. the word you're looking for? Evolve with Jack and Susanna Was it
2: evolve? Mm, yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> but yeah, for now, for this Wednesday and for this week, take care of yourself and yeah, enjoy the evolution of life. It's quite incredible, actually. And Jack, speak next week.
2: Yes. How hey, you do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, do, everyone. And lots of love.